Andrea, and welcome to Remember Music Videos. Each week, we'll chat about music videos that we love from an album of one of our favorite artists. Uh, we'll talk about the good, the bad, and everything in between. My name is Dio. And my name is Crystal, and we will be your resident music video aficionados. We've done some research, so you don't have to. We'll share little tidbits, fun facts, and our perspective on how we think these videos not only impacted the culture, but what they mean to us personally. We're sharing our love of them and hope you love them too. And also, if you want to check out the music videos that we're discussing, you can watch it before you listen to the pod or after, but you can watch those music videos on YouTube, Apple Music, and Facebook. And with that, let's get it cracking. Hi, Crystal. How's it going? Pretty good. I can't complain. Can't complain. Are you excited about this week's episode? So excited. Nice. This week, we're covering uh, SWV's debut album, It's About Time. Um, the album was released in October 27th of 1992. And so SWV stands for Sisters with Voices. Originally, they were formed in the late 80s as a gospel group. They were pitched as a quartet to the record company at first, um, but we can't find any information about the fourth member of that uh, potential quartet. Um, Sounds shady. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this mystery person? Um, it, they were inspired by New Edition, and one of the first names of the group was Female Edition. Um, the original name of the group was TLC, uh, due to the members. Uh, so we had Tamara, as that we know now as Taj, uh, Cheryl, uh, which we know as Coco, and uh, Leanne, which we know as Lily. And so obviously they could not get the TLC name because... Pebbles wasn't having him. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't face uh, Pebbles in a fight. I would be scared of her. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll definitely lose for sure. <laughs> Um, so the name Sisters with Voices came uh, from their manager who said the voices blended like sisters, uh, but the group hated the name, but was better off with SWV. So SWV uh, sold more than 25 million records worldwide. Uh, the album was nominated for, for four American Music Awards, 13 Billboard Music Awards, and won nothing. Uh, later in their <laughs> Later in their career, they would get Trust. three Grammy noms, two Soul Train Award noms, but no wins. Um, in, nine, um, in 2017, they received a Lady of Soul Award at the Soul Train Awards. Uh, that was an award they started back in 20, uh, 2015. And uh, yeah, I think that's uh, all I got on SWV's, uh, you know, some facts that we had about them and their first album. Yeah. Um, and that's so crazy to me that I, I didn't realize that, you know, TLC was was in the running from one of, and it makes sense because, you know, it represents their their um, name. Um, but, you know, things happen and that wasn't gonna work. And I also thought it was interesting that they didn't really care for the name Sisters with Voices, which I kind of get if I'm being honest, but SWV kind of, yeah. you know, sounds a little bit cooler. 
if you will. So yeah, I'm glad that that one. SWV. Um, yeah, they're all based in New York. They're New York. It's a New York group, right? And so it's it's great to hear uh, New York representation when it yes. comes to R and B soul. <laughs> yeah, and that what they were, you know, SWV was kind of they were they were it was they were pivotal in like that hip hop soul era. Um, I mean, dare I say they kind of started it? They were definitely one of the the ones to really drive it home. And we'll we'll kind of get into it with all the like the different remixes that there were that were were offered and such. But yeah, a, a new era, a meld of of hip hop and R and B. Yeah, it it's definitely early '90s, right? Like yep. you know, the album came out in '92, so it does still have a 80s hip-hop vibe to it right like you could yep. feel like you know like heavy d and the boys kind of sound um you know uh um will, will prince uh will prince <laughs> <laughs> will smith fresh prince yes <laughs> um vibe yeah. and so it still had that late 80s hip-hop and obviously early 90s vibe which was uh, yeah which even that album you can hear it transition to a a later 90s vibe towards the end totally yeah and you know we can just dive into that to that debut single um which was right here that came out in august um of 1992 um, that was that debut single. It peaked at number 13 on the R&B singles charts. And Taj wrote and performed the bridge to the original song, and she actually rapped on that single. Um, and Brian Alexander Morgan, who's a um, fantastic writer, producer, pretty much wrote and produced most of the tracks, um, the singles on this album. Um, and it was also interesting that he originally wrote this song that, for Charlie Wilson. That's insane. Um, <laughs> I don't hear, and I don't hear that as a Charlie Wilson song. Yeah, I don't hear that either. Yeah. But listen, who, who knows what, you know, it, it definitely would have been <laughs> a, a different vibe for sure. That's for sure. Um, and the uh lionel c martin aka vidkid from music video box was video. no music video box video music box that's the name of it video music box um you know who he was uh the uh mm -hmm. the, the second to to ralph mcdaniels as a as a vj back in the day we all grew up with uh ralph mcdaniels and and vidkid he um he directed a lot of videos in this era and he directed most of SWV's videos from this album. Um and you know the video starts out with um Coco discussing a man that she likes with with Taj and Lily. Um and then it features the singers having flashbacks to boys that they liked as young girls and then it's kind of brought back to um present day. So it's you know, lots of different scenes of them kind of having those interactions and dressed in different wardrobes. They had, you know, baseball caps in jerseys. Um, definitely that kind of like tomboy feel that a lot of um, the 
the female Greek groups in that time back in like that hip hop soul, like the best of both worlds. Like I can be cool and dress with my baggy clothes and my hat to the back and my camo and like whatever. I can still be down with the boys, but I'm also, I have this like soft, soft side and I'm going to like sing the hell out of these, um, out of these tracks. Um, there is one, um, there is a scene when Coco is on a motorcycle and she's, there's this dude in the back of her and he has a red bandana on and he is, he's like kind of nuzzling her in the back, like the back of her (laughs) neck. It just seems annoying. It seems really just kind of like, (laughs) you're doing too much. Like I'd be like, ew, almost like a like a, like a pest. But anyway, that was the video. She was on the bike, and he was, you know, showing her affection. He looked real thirsty. <laughs> I guess is is what I'm trying to get at. Um, so I thought, you know, kind of looking back at that, it's kind of like, oh, interesting. Um, there's another scene where Lily has <laughs> a um a cookie, and she's kind of like trying to get a dude's attention, and then they kind of partake of the cookie together so it's just kind of like yeah they're they're together they're in love like they're eating a cookie together it was just you know interesting back in the you know we're talking 30 years ago um so yeah cookies what do you might take my take on those things please so so what i think so we're seeing their younger selves right like their past selves and we're seeing them through um a film that they're developing in a dark room mm-hmm. because I feel like I don't know if that was a trope in the 90s but you know developing film in a in a dark room was cool <laughs> yeah so so we see their younger selves in this film like um and so I think all the the vignettes that we see them in is the things that they were afraid of right so like Coco didn't know how to ride her bike when she was a little girl and she was bummed and guess what? Now she's an adult and she's riding a motorcycle with the guy who I thought was hot because he was giving Latino vibes. <laughs> and so I felt like I was being seen. I'm like, oh, see, I'm Latino. <laughs> I love if, that. You'll notice, a, you'll notice a theme in these episodes where I'm like, I'm cool because of this music video, even though I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> but um, I felt seen. I felt seen. Um, he was, yeah, like you mentioned, he was wearing the red bandana, um, which in gay culture, hanky code, um, <laughs> a red bandana. Do you know what that red bandana stands I, for? I don't. Please enlighten me. <laughs> so a red bandana is, um, if you put it on your left side, that means you're into fisting. And if you put it on your right side, it means you like to be fisted. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, he was riding in the back. So I he don't was. Know. So what? So what does that? What does that mean? Is he fister or fisty? Oh, unclear. It was on his head. So <laughs> I don't know what that means. Interesting. Okay. I wonder what um, he's doing in life now. I don't. I don't know. I'm sure. Who knows? <laughs> um, anyways, going back to like you know, the young girls. <laughs> Great transition. Um. So Lily was afraid of heights or cookies. Um, <laughs> and so, um, and Taj was afraid of the dark when she was a girl. 
And so, yeah, Lily, when she became older, she liked cookies and she liked sharing her cookies with uh, cute boys. And Taj was a, wasn't afraid to blow out a candle on a on a date with a hot guy. So, um, so yeah, so I think it's just showing how they've grown from little girls, and um, or even I guess right here, right? Like, you can count on me. I'm right here, but I guess it's saying you can count on yourself. You know what I mean? Deep. So is that too deep? Is that too deep? No, I I love that take. <laughs> now I'm gonna have I'm gonna watch it again with that in mind. Yeah, it's about, it's about empowering like you know, people. I okay. Feel. Um, yeah, and then I do love the um, <laughs> the uh, the vignette in the beginning where they're talking about the guy that Coco's into. Yeah. It's like, and they, 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 they ask, well, what are you going to do? I was like, well, you better sing it, Coco. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but <laughs> that scene was shot in Manhattan, um, in the West Village, uh, in this little alleyway, because Manhattan doesn't have a lot of alleyways. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, the Charles Lane, oh. uh, Charles Lane, mm -hmm. which is like a couple, a couple blocks up of uh, up from Christopher Street. And because I remember in my youths hanging out, you know, um, <laughs> in the West Village and uh -huh. the Christopher Street area, I'm sure doing sketchy things. And uh, I remember walking down that lane and saying, wait a minute, this was in the SWV video. And so oh. you do see the West Side Highway in the background, yeah. but it's not that the West Side Highway that we see today. Uh, so it was back in the day. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then you see the girls doing choreo in front of brownstones, which feels West Villagey. Um, I'm not clear if that's there. And then and then they have their party that they attend to as adults. Yeah, they did it. So they did it. They they're showing everyone that um, they made it. Yeah. And that was their intro to to us. Like, you know, here we are. Can I say this was my favorite? Uh, this is my favorite song off this album. Oh, this version. I really love this version of this song. Yeah, because we'll later talk about the remix. Yes. Um, but I like the high energy. Um, yeah, I just like the high energy. Yeah, that, you know, you don't associate with R&B groups sometimes. Right. Um, and so, um, yeah, one of my favorite songs yeah. off this album. It actually is a really good. It's a really good track like i i like i'm probably i might gravitate towards the remix a little bit more <gasps> but this is and just like the production of it it's just like and and the lyrics it's just like a good song it's like it's like a classic it could um yeah one of those kind of dare i say like a like a timeless classic this this particular version i think i wouldn't say timeless i think say timeless like yes it has its it's um it's definitely a song from the 90s but i think right. you could still groove to it and it wouldn't sound so dated in my opinion i would say the remix would be more timeless yeah maybe you're wrong i'm right there we go <laughs> as, as per usual as per, as per usual awesome um 
yeah so i think we can go on to the next uh track that had a music video and that was i'm so into you uh, the track was released on january 8th of uh 1993. um writer producer was brian alexander morgan uh director is lionel c martin um as you mentioned bit kid so this was the second single, uh, the first top 10 single in the United States, peaking at number six on the Billboard Hot 100. It also reached number two on the Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop songs. Um, and so this is definitely a more sexier version of uh, SWV. Uh, the video seems like the seems like they're in a they're doing their rendition of a rock concert because they're in their uh, leather outfits. They have that that bump it, the, Pelly, uh, the Peggy Bundy bump it in their hairs. Um, we're, we're seeing hoop earrings. We're seeing uh, door knocker earrings as well. Um, and the girl, uh, so the girls are in the car and they see this hot guy and then they see uh, his girlfriend come up. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. they're shocked. And so the song is basically, I'm so into you even though you have someone else and they're not above um you know hanging out with a guy that um may be um entangled with someone else <laughs> and so they're so confused they don't know what to do mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> <you know. laughs> and then also in this video we see them in uh fencing outfits and <laughs> you know, at first I'm like, <laughs> it's true. What? Why fencing outfits? But I think it symbolizes how they need to strategize and be like and finesse. I love that. And navigate this complicated relationship. Yeah. I'm like, this is deep. It's a hot take. So yeah, they're confused. They're like, what am I supposed to do? Um, but there's also a scene where they're like, what am I supposed to do? But they're actually picking out outfits. So I think they're more confused about what outfits they should be wearing. Um, and then the music <laughs> video ends with them pointing at uh, a sign. I believe it's Webster Hall where they're performing. And so they're really proud mm -hmm. that they're, they're performing there either tonight or last night. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's the music video. <laughs> Any thoughts? I love that hot take. I mean, I just love the the fact that they were in fencing gear and they didn't actually do any fencing, but it kind of like the outfits like looked cool. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, we're just going to wear these. It's it's fashion, darling. Do you think it'd be like in a gay um, ball, like the category would be fencing realness? Yes. Yes, yeah. I do. I think they would win tens yeah. across the board so um yeah again another high tempo song well not really not as high tempo as right here but you know it's a bop mm -hmm. you know it's definitely yeah, definitely, definitely a bop. not like a slow jam like um you know stereotypical r&b like ballad yeah and you know lyrically i mean i think you know, just kind of revisiting all these different songs and videos, like lyrically, so good, so strong, just like 
you know, but, but simple at the same time, like, I'm so into you. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like that gets, that encapsulates what it is. And then Coco's like, she had such unique vocals that it just worked Mm. brilliantly. And then you add the layered background and this will come up in later um, tracks that we talk about later videos, but like the, you know, so fine, so fine blow my mind with the things like that song is not what it is without that background i love a background yeah vocal yeah like when you whenever anyone's like i'm riding a car or music's playing i will not sing along to the lead yeah i always do background vocals i want to be a background vocalist yeah yeah listen it's not too late that's it's not too late (laughs) i mean i'm sure like it'll go something like (laughs) like that that, that's what I will contribute to that song or you and me (laughs) (laughs) but yes you're absolutely right the background uh, vocals heighten the song yeah Yeah. yeah, and like and, and like yes we know you know the way the group was structured Coco had most if not all of the the lead vocals but like that background was that was just another part of the part of the cake like you needed that to to really it really like you said heightened that and and elevated it so we needed all these ladies in this group because they were sisters with voices and they all had voices yes i love that (laughs) so we can go on to the next uh song that had a music video and that was a week week this one is a classic for me i'm gonna call i'm gonna call it timeless i don't care what you say <laughs> this is a timeless classic from from swv <laughs> it's the third single again brian alexander um morgan came out in april 10th of 1993 um it topped the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 for two weeks, um, and then it actually ended the two-month-long reign of Janet Jackson, Jackson's "That's the Way Love Goes," which was oh. a huge. That was a huge track, obviously, um, and we'll talk about Janet later. But the song was actually written about Shantae Moore. Do you remember Shantae Moore? Well, Shantae's got a man. Shantae's got him. Yes. That was that song was was written about her, a vocal beast. And actually, wow. Brian Brian um, Alexander Morgan was, I think they might have been on the same label. They they knew each other, and he was kind of smitten with her. But I think she was with um, with somebody else at the moment. But he still decided to write a song about her, um, and he did. And this was originally written for Charlie Wilson, um, mm-hmm. which I can kind of see this one a little bit more as something that he could could kind of I kind of hear his voice in that um but alas SWV took it and made it their own um and actually Coco did not really like this song at first um so much so that she had an attitude throughout the whole record she actually locked herself in the bathroom because she didn't want to um want to sing it she was that against it <laughs> um oh, no. yeah i think her her mother had to get involved they were they're apparently like 
Coco, come out the bathroom. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, obviously she recorded it and obviously it became a, a huge, huge hit for them. And I'm excited to see what your take on this is because you've been having some hot takes. But uh, the video begins with them, uh, with with SWV accepting a challenge um, for their fighter again in like this, this dark room scenario. Um, and then the band performs in a boxing ring and in a freight elevator as clips of um, these two female women, this this boxing match is, is going on. Um, we've got a cameo from um, Garfield Bright, who Coco was was dating at the time, who was also mm-hmm. one of the uh, members of Shy um, at the time, and we've got full on '90s outfits with with camouflage. Um, Lily had a beeper that she was checking out, looking at in the freight elevator. The dudes that were in the lock, they were in like I don't know if it was a locker room or like a sauna esque type of scenario they were shirtless and they had towels on but i'm pretty sure it was garfield who had a beeper in his in his towel um because listen you need to he needed someone might have <laughs> needed to get a hold of him so he was, he was ready um and i think it was also um interesting that these kind of were the visuals for like this beautiful love song it was like in the background of this you know two women, you know, punching the shit out of each other. But, but I get so weak. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I feel like we should go back to like the Shantae Moore. Shantae Moore made someone weak in the knees. Yeah, yeah. No, that's deep. Yeah. That's deep. You know, like that's, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, impressive. <laughs> she she has made many of men weak in the knee. She was married to Kadeem Hardison for a minute. She was married to Kenny Lattimore for a minute. She's currently oh. married to um, I think his name is Stephen Hill. He's an executive <gasps> mm-hmm. or or former executive for for BET. Um, so um, she got that good good. <laughs> I just I thought she was still with. Kenny Lattimore, I did not know yeah. they broke up, and that's depressing. Well, listen, Shantae's got a got a man, a new one apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, she she got a new man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's uh, you know being weak and boxing ring makes a lot of sense to like you know group those things two things together. You know, it's a they have that underground boxing ring. And I believe this is the first time I noticed who I like to think is the fourth <laughs> member, and that's Coco's nails. Um, they're really long, and it's the first time we kind of see them while she's in the boxing ring. And I'm like, oh my, that's those are really long. <laughs> um, um, and then yes, you mentioned like the. It's unclear if it was a steam room, yeah. but it kind of gave steam room vibes. But I think they were smoking, so I think it was more just massage, massaging. Just um, massage, yeah. Could but be. it felt really like this is gay culture, like hooking up in a like like steam room, 
definitely got vibes. Yeah. Definitely, for it's sure. Like, are there co-ed steam rooms that things like this go down on? You know? So I was odd. confused for, for a second. Um, but yes, um, this is more timeless, yes, because how many years later and week um, the song has come back due to like TikTok. The kids, yes. You know, they have the TikTok the challenge. TikTok yeah. challenge. It's, yep. And so, yeah, I mean, it still has um, more to give, yeah. I feel. No, for, for sure. And I'm glad that like this is, you know, a new generation is really getting to appreciate the beauty of this song. And like, you know, I mentioned before about lyrics, cause my heart starts beating triple time with thoughts of loving you on my mind. I can't figure out just what to do when the cause and cure is you. I want to throw something Ugh. at somebody like Ugh. what that encapsulates so much. Like that is, <laughs> that is love. That is love. Shantae. Shantae, yes. Shantae. She did it to the girl. Yes. What are you doing? <laughs> but no, I remember in like, uh, not dating myself, but in high school, I remember like trying to get the lyrics for that, for the single, like for the song, because it's, uh, it's kind of, it has a hip hop vibe to yep. it, right? Because it's like, uh, there's a, a rhythm to it, to the lines and they, they were not necessarily, they don't necessarily rhyme. You know what I mean? Like it's the structure doesn't feel like your average song, but I think the words, like you said, like it, the words make this song what it is. Um, but yeah, cause we've all felt weak in the knees for someone at one point we in have. our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And these backgrounds again, crazy. Again, yeah, um, yeah. The 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 yeah. backgrounds like just weak. I what? lose over me, like just just the backgrounds just just added so much. So amazing, yeah. just killing it. Lily and Todd's just killing it. Pride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like one word yeah. or two words, uh, but it just brings so much value yeah. to the song. Yeah, 100%. Good call on that. The backgrounds. Yep. We, I think we, um, there, uh, we underestimate backgrounds we do. and we don't give it, uh, you know, the value that they, that they yeah. deserve. I think <laughs> speaking of which, I think we should definitely do an episode about our favorite backgrounds. Oh my yes. God. Yes. Yeah. Oh I'll come, that'll come later. Season two. Yes. We'll figure it out. It's going to be great. Season two. Season two, season three. <laughs> oh my God. It sounds like Crystal's in harm's way. So we're going to take a break. <laughs> Crystal, what have you done? Sorry, uh, I think everybody's okay. And we're back. Um, the police did not find the body that Crystal um, tried to get rid of. So I think we can continue. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope you didn't give anything away. Um, <laughs> all right. So I should mention that we are covering SWV's debut album, It's About Time. And um, we're super excited to talk about the next song. The next song that had a music video was Downtown. The 
track was released May 24th of 1993. Uh, writers were Gennard Parker. Producer was Gennard Parker and Gina Gogo Gomez. Uh, <laughs> director is Lionel C. Martin. And uh, this was a double A side with the Right Here remix. Uh, the song is about going downtown. Um, I'm not sure what train per se, but um, <laughs> the C um, train. It, oh, <laughs> the D train. The F train. I just <laughs> mean, oh, the F train. <laughs> yes, it's running all local stops. The G train. It's the G train. Oh. That's the train. Is that how that works? Unclear. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you wouldn't so, know. Uh, not for years. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hear it's a mythical place. So the first time we, this is the first time we get a real close up of Coco's nails in all its glory. Um, I did notice it um, in week, but I think this is definitely the first time we see it because um, she is basically grabbing a man's head and feeling up on him. Um, and so we yeah. definitely see the nails up close and personal. Yep. So this video is giving like, it's giving um, vacation realness. Yes. So we're, we're seeing the girls on the boat docks. Uh, we see them in a boat that's not going anywhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. Oh, it's docked. <laughs> but you do see a guy like, playing with the with the wheel yes. and I'm like you're not going anywhere um the boat's name was called the golden touch so I oh. think it's appropriate that um Ooh. you know good patch yeah <laughs> they were they were on the golden touch um so they're wearing like scuba wetsuits mm -hmm. um and they're watching a guy swimming swimming in the pool we're seeing them with sunglasses Mm -hmm. and they're wearing sarongs which are so right yeah um, yeah <laughs> and then the evening comes and so the girls go back to the pool with flashlights to meet the gentleman and if you look into the video if you look in i think i, I wrote down the the time code it was like two minutes and 35 seconds so the girls are in the pool but coco is wearing a life jacket and Coco gives a terrified look, like she's not having a good time in that pool. So I'm wondering if, I don't think Coco could swim, but she looked terrified for a split second. Um, <laughs> so peep that out. Um, Taj definitely is not afraid because uh, the guy later on in the video swims uh, to her and uh, pops up behind her. And so she's having fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. She's getting ready. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Any thoughts about this video? I mean, the, the subject matter of, of the video was, you know, I would say it's a little risque. Um, but at the time when this came out, we were just singing the chorus and, you know, and whatever. Like, I don't know what we thought it was about, but we just know we wanted to go down. Like, it was groovy. Oh, you didn't know it was a double entendre? I didn't know at first. Back then, it was just kind of like groove first and then I, you know, backtrack and like, okay, what are, what are they actually kind of talking about? You're so innocent, Crystal. That's so sweet. 
a little bit, but now afterwards, it's kind of like, oh, that's a, oh, okay. But it was still, dare I say, done in a in a very tasteful way. <laughs> they weren't trying to beat us down with the the over sexiness of it all. So you think Taj telling her gentleman caller to go right there, right there, and moaning wasn't too over? <laughs> I mean, like, in comparison to like a WAP. Fair. That is valid. Uh, it was definitely a progression in comparison to the 2020s when, you know, it's really about some wet ass pussy. Yeah. It's definitely not truffle butter. De de <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. But just, but just telling, just telling people, you know, how they, they felt and they still kind of had their. They still, they were a little bit sexier, but they still had their like, you know, hip hop R&B vibe to it. It was just kind of like, yeah, just go downtown. And they said they didn't really know what the song was about really? at first. I don't know how accurate that is or at what point they actually didn't know. Was it like right before they were recording, like afterwards, were they like, wait a second. <laughs> I don't know. So when Taj is moaning, she goes, <laughs> what neighborhood downtown are we going to? <laughs> the funny thing is what, when the music video came out, I was like, okay, it's going to be literal. Like we're going to, we're going to get shots in downtown. And then I was surprised that this was shot um, definitely on like a vacation, you know, scenario. Yeah. And, um, I thought, you know, actually it was shot in um, St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands. Mm. Um, and I thought, oh, they just want a vacation out of this. <laughs> right. And why not? And um, yeah. Why and not? They, that's definitely what they gave. And um, yeah, I'm surprised that people needed to tell people that they needed to go downtown. Like, really? <laughs> it was a different time, right? A lot of people aren't. It was a different time. A lot of people weren't really into that, I don't think. I mean, no judgments, but really? <laughs> yeah, I guess it was a different different time. Or maybe it was one of the things where it was just kind of like not really talked about. Right. Especially on that. I mean, uh, blowjobs were one thing. And that was almost like expected, like that's a thing, but like to do it in the reverse, it's kind mm. of like, we're, we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, so it's female empowerment, definitely, right? Yeah, agreed, yeah, yeah. Good for them, <laughs> good for them. Agreed, yeah, we should, they should, we should, um, we should celebrate that more. Not you and me. <laughs> no, 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 not, no, not, not you and me. <laughs> To, no. to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this song came out in May of 93. So it's on this, it's going to be the 30th anniversary of downtown. We should make a, we should make a stink about it for sure. Should we have a, we should have a parade or something. We, yeah, let's, let's do it. A special, special episode. Just maybe we should do another episode dedicated just to this track. Okay, great. I'm sure there's other tracks about going downtown. So. Yeah, maybe we should to dig up those tracks about going and then just feature downtown tracks. 
I love it. Let's do yeah. it. Some some cunnilingus tracks. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Let's see. Let's see if the pe- if if you're listening and if you want that for one of our next episodes, please just let us know. <laughs> let us know. I'm sure there's tons out there. Yeah, so that wraps up downtown. Our next track that we're going to cover is right here, the Human Nature remix. Yes. Um, This one we talked about a little bit. This is the remix of the very first track that that SWV came out with. It was, of course, written by Brian Alexander Morgan. Um, Little bit of a gag here. The remix um, was produced by Alan All-Star Gordon. However, it was credited to Teddy Riley. Um, So that happens sometimes in the music industry, I hear. But a good remix, solid remix, um, nonetheless. We know it features samples of Michael Jackson's Human Nature. um, And apparently, Michael let them sample this for free. What? That's crazy. What? Yeah. He apparently didn't let a lot of people stamp sample his stuff, but he gave this to them for free. And it could have something to do with the fact that, you know, he and Teddy Riley were working on some things together. So maybe he's like, yeah, sure, you can use this for your remix. We'll, we'll never know. Um, Wait, do that again? How is the voice? Sure, you can do this for free. Because <laughs> that's... um. Michael Jackson's voice. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The group actually, another song that they actually, another remix they actually hated at first. Um, They thought it was too slow. We know that Pharrell, who was kind of, I think he might've been uh, Teddy Riley's mentee or protege at the moment. So he is, we hear him in the song saying S S double W double V. And he actually created um, a rap for this for this track to go on this remix, but it was so bad that all they kept was the SWV, and that those are his words. He said that he said it was so bad they only kept this. So, um, but that's also that's such an integral part. Like everybody knows that part of the of the song. So, um, just a little something there. Um, and it also this track also appeared on the soundtrack for um, Free Willy. So in the video, you see the ladies um, in, they come in kind of riding on horses um, and then they're fishing and then they're performing with a band of like young kids. I can only think that these are like executive, children of executives. I don't know that for sure, but um, it's just like a band of like these young people who are like, I don't know, they probably range from like, 13 to 18 maybe and they're just playing mm-hmm. playing in the background um and uh we also see shots from free willy and clips of um a few clips of of michael jackson from his uh dangerous tour and this was another lionel c martin um directed uh piece yeah um this was shot in saint thomas u.s virgin islands um and yeah, you mentioned the riding of the horses and they're they're giving riding apparel, right? So they have the riding boots. Um overall, yep. I think when I think this video, I think stiff. I they seem very stiff, like they don't know what to do with this location. 
Um, there is a yeah. scene where Coco is, um, she has her legs open in front of a fire. Yeah. And I'm like, what's happening here? Why are you doing that? <laughs> she seems really <laughs> stiff. Uh, you mentioned the girls were fishing. They didn't seem like they knew what they were doing <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the the band that was playing, um, the the boy, the white boy who was on the keyboards, I thought he was from like Free Willy. I was like, is that the Free Willy kid? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. And so we see shots of killer whales like orcas, and I'm like, yeah, I remember being younger and thinking. I had not watched Free Willy uh, at the time. And I remember thinking, why? That's a killer whale. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, that's right, right. a dangerous animal. Yeah. Like, why are we like romanticizing this thing? It's like, I'm scared. Like, I don't want to jump in the water. I was afraid for yeah. SWB. I'm like, I was afraid that they might make a net that was too big and it might, you know, might catch you know, Willie, and then they we drag out to sea and we would never get any of the other hits. So, um, <laughs> I'm glad that that was not there. Yeah. And, um, we were, yeah, you mentioned Michael Jackson footage was, um, interlaced into the video. And I just never understood that weird gold bathing suit, like body, like woman's body suit with, um, with the long sleeves. It's just, I don't understand what, was that sexy? Like, I don't, I don't know what they were giving. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Overall, I was not a big fan of this remix because I love the original so much. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like a lot of people were introduced to the song and they're like, oh, mm. this is, you know, the song. And I felt like I was in the know because I knew the original. And so, um, so yeah, so I, I felt yeah. like people were going around thinking that this was the actual song. So I had animosity. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And this is what the one that got, I think most, the most play. I don't even know how, I don't remember the other version being played as much. It was kind of like their debut, but I don't think it, it didn't really yep. take yep. off like this, like this remix, um, remix did. Yeah. I mean, I went, it also was, I mean, human nature was such a good song. Um, and maybe that kind of was nostalgic for, for people when they heard it. So it was just kind of like, oh, okay. SWV, um, hip hop RB and they're, you know, well, the Michael Jackson sample, that's great. So that's probably why it, um, why it resonated so hard, I would think. Yeah. Totally. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure like uh, Michael Jackson fans were super excited that yeah. it was sampled. All right, our next track that we'll cover is You're Always On My Mind. And so the track was released in September 13th, uh, 1993. This video was directed by Diane Martel. Um, Brian Alexander uh, wrote the song and provided vocals on this track as well. Uh, the song itself samples the Gap band Yearning for Your Love. And um, the music video starts with SWV in an SUV as they are headed to the studio and the band sings in the studio and are singing uh, to the song on the streets as well. 
Um, and I think there is a cameo of Flex Alexander. Where do we know Flex Alexander from? He had that show with, uh, I think her name was Kyla Pratt called One on One. Um, yeah. I remember him from Snakes on the Plane. Oh, do you? I've never seen Snakes. <laughs> you saw Snakes on the Plane? Oh, my. It is a cult classic. <laughs> I've never. I remember when it came out, but I never. I was like, I'm not going to. What? Are, no. But do you do you recommend it? The one of the top five films? Um, I'm surprised it wasn't nominated. For oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't, I wouldn't call it a movie. I call you it call a it film. a film. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> no, do not I'm watch a... <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, if you like, if you like disaster plane movies, you should definitely watch it. It's, uh, it's oh, I do enjoy disaster <laughs> films, movies. So yeah, maybe I will not check it out, but pretend that I did. Perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this video really didn't bring much. I think it was um, more the fantasy of recording in the music uh, in a music studio, and I think that was really aspirational, and that's really cool, you yeah. know, um, at the time, just to to get time at a music studio and and perform, and um, yeah, and it just you know, it highlighted their street appeal, like you know, they could hang out in the streets. Yeah. They, they're around the way girls and yeah, just overall solid. Yeah. A slow jam, just, you know, throwing in a, a slow jam previous to that, the slow jam was, so we had week as the first slow jam and then we had girls on my mind as the second slow jam. So that's, you know, a little balance, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely refreshing to hear a male vocal on it too. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think, uh, men get enough, uh, airtime. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, jo I'm joking. <laughs> Are you? I am joking. I am so joking. <laughs> Cancel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just hear about the women's perspective. We don't hear about the men's perspective. I know we got to do something about that. I know. Y'all need, y'all need to rise up. <laughs> Enough's enough. Oh God. <laughs> that is a joke. Everyone do not DM me. <laughs> So that brings us to the last track that we're going to cover that had a music video, and that was Anything. Yes. Um, interesting about Anything was this actually, this came out in 1994. Couldn't find out the exact dates, but 94. And um, I think it's cool because the album itself came out in, in 1992, but they were releasing singles through 1994. Like that's the way it was done in the good old days. You had one album and had multiple singles released with multiple videos. That is kind of, that's, that's doesn't happen as frequently in this day and age, if at all, I don't know, maybe the max, amount of singles that are released or like maybe in the three or four range perhaps um yeah yeah but in any event the album version of anything was actually a slow jam this version became a top 20 hit on the billboard hot 100s um and this remix included was also included on the above the rim soundtrack mm -hmm. um 
And again, we had, you know, SWV in locker rooms and on the basketball court. Um, and the video included shots from the movie. Um, the video itself, the single had, they had multiple versions, remixes of this, of this track. Um, and there was a version- Ma The maxi single? The ma maxi singles, all types of different mixes, all that. So they had a, the video mix was just the ladies and then footage from above the rim. The actual single had another remix where we had the Wu-Tang Clan um, rapping. And that's the one that got a lot of radio play. That version, depending on what radio station you were listening to, because I feel like at that time in New York, um, Hot 97 would play, they were all about the hip hop and rap. Whereas WBLS, they would tend to play the versions that were like rapless. So um, yeah, we had this version with um, You God, Old Dirty Bastard and Method Man, um, which was a friggin' classic. Um, and um, again, like lyrically, the one lyric that is pleasure is a destination. You can drive us if you choose to what? <laughs> If you choose it's, to. I'm brilliant. It's, Completely brilliant. It's amazing. It's amazing. I don't think they got as much, as many accolades as they deserved for what they did for the culture. Um, and that's messed up. No, 100%. You're absolutely right. Um, and I think going back to what I was saying earlier, like, I think they they walked us through uh, the transition of hip hop R and B in the '90s, right? Like because yes, we're in mid '90s now, uh, but the sound was different. It changed. Even the looks and the vibe was yep. completely different, right? Like we're we're coming in from like the '80s, like early '90s, like '90, 90, '91. And now 94, the sound is different. And so this remix captures that. It captures what the sound yeah. is, right? Like we were listening to the Wu-Tang Clan. Like it's, 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 I don't want to say more sophisticated, but it's, uh, it's heavier than, than yeah. the dancing that we did in the early nineties. Um, and I thought it was brilliant to release this song because anything is the first track on the album. Right. And so it's a slow down version. And so you, you would have to listen to the song before you got to the hits, right? Like, or the, you know, the singles like right here and I'm yeah. so into you. Mm -hmm. And so by the time this song came out, we've all had the album, we've all listened to the album. And so we all knew this song, but we didn't know the song like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it yeah. was something familiar, but different. And we knew the words. We all yeah. knew the words because we. Yep. Yep. And yep. So yep. brilliant. It was so brilliant. And street credibility, right? Like uh, having Wu Tang Clan on it. Like you cannot get more street cred than Wu Tang Clan. And the fact that yep. they, you know, jumped on this was amazing. Just. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's I. When this song comes out, comes on in the club, it's just. Everyone. Forget it. Bananas. bananas bananas yeah but uh, just going back to the music video 
Um, yeah, we th we're in a locker room scenario again. <laughs> um, you know, we're seeing men in white towels, and I think it's their fetish. Maybe. And I'm 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 here for it. I am here for it. One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm celebrating their fetish of uh, towel towel culture. <laughs> towel culture. Yes. Yeah. And we, we see uh, we see Tyson Beckford in there. That's making a right. Cameo that... in his in his towel. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So really hot. Really hot. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And I, I, you know what? I love we 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 so many times we see you know men with you know scantily clad women around it. I, I like that we have these these topless dudes. I'm I'm here for that. Yeah. For sure. Let's objectify men. One hundred percent. I'm all about objectifying men in music videos. In music videos, not in real life. In music videos, not in real life, <laughs> but just in music videos. I mean, yeah. I feel <laughs> I feel bad for men. I'm joking. Again, they just have it really, they have it really, really rough. rough. Oh, really, God. really rough. Mm, sucks to be them. <laughs> Uh, great. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. Is there, is there anything we want to cover? Um, anything else? Um, I don't think so, except to just say, you know, SWV was the shit and this album for sure was a classic with, were they, is it, is the count seven singles? Oh my God, we went through is seven. Is that what it is that was released? Was it seven or is it six? Seven. Seven singles released. Strong singles. Not like fillery singles. These are all singles that you could, you know, vibe to in different scenarios, different times. Um, and I don't think they get enough credit. And that's unfortunate. Yep. They kind of set the stage and they set the stage for other R&B groups that, yes, love R&B, but also had a hip hop sensibility. And so yep. they, they were setting the path for these future groups. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right. Um, so we've come to the part of the show that we call so what are you listening to so we each have around 30 seconds to go over a song um we're listening to this week it doesn't have to do with this week's album or artist it doesn't have to be a good song it doesn't have to be a bad song it could be a guilty pleasure or a track you heard about and just wanted to see what the fuss was about um it doesn't have to have a music video but it can and so um yeah i do do you want to go first, Crystal, or do you want me to? No, go for it. Go you should first. go first because you're a man and you oh, never right. get to go first. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I feel seen. Okay, so <laughs> the track I'm listening to this uh, week is 90s Girl by the, uh, I believe they're an Atlanta group called Black Girl. Uh, that was released around 94. And um, yeah. It, ha it it takes me back to that time during SWV, and it's about a 90s girl. Like the music, there's a music music video where there's like two little kids, there's a boy and a girl, and the boy's saying, we're going to get married, you're going to cook and clean. 
And the girl's like, no, I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm gonna be like my mommy because my mommy's a 90s girl. And it's all about girl empowerment as, and then you see the, the, the trio and they're wearing these fabulous black and white outfits. And, you know, they have their men and they're also, um, you know, uh, being productive in, in their careers. So they have, they have their man and they have their careers and they are talking about what it is to be a 90s girl. And um, yeah, it's just such a bop. Um, makes me happy every time I hear it. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm listening to this week. I love that. Do you remember? I do. Do you yes. remember that song? One hundred percent. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's there's so many songs. There's so many songs. So many good songs that that came out in that era. Era. That actually is probably 100%. my my favorite era. Yeah. Cause it's just so, I don't know. I just, it really, it really speaks to me. <laughs> it really speaks to me. And as a nineties girl, it speaks to me as well. <laughs> I always had, I always felt funny about that. Cause I would always rock out or jam out to this song. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm like rapping girls. And at the time, I don't feel like it was expected that a guy would be like, you know, excited for female empowerment but i was just right. cheering from the sidelines and playing the songs yeah i'm a hero is that's basically i'm a hero yeah you are if, you're a hero okay. <laughs> absolutely and so uh it begs the question so what are you listening to this week well you know what you know there's so many connections and you go down these rabbit holes of different artists and worked with this person and producers and all that stuff. So we talked about Shante Moore. And um, so I went yeah. down a, a little bit of a, of a Shante hole. Um, but there was, and I think I had, I had seen this on TikTok maybe earlier this year or last year. And at the, um, I believe it was the Soul Train Awards for 2022, she performed a medley of a, a, a brief medley and she did um love's taken over and she did oh, um, so good she did it's all right and then she did shantae's uh got a man and for it's all right and these were from her albums from the 90s first albums from the 90s and when she performs it's all right her i mean vocally we already knew that she's like a beast vocally but her whistle tone for that song was effortless and insane it was insane and she made it look effortless and it was just kind of like oh you are yes you are the real deal (laughs) i saw that clip i didn't know where it was from yeah i i agree i had no idea she had that range yeah yeah I knew she was a Amazing. powerhouse, but that was that I was like, oh my, what is what is coming out of your mouth right now? Amazing. So just kind of like that on on repeat. I got weak in the knees. I could hardly speak. Yeah, totally. And it's easy to do that. Yeah. I lost all control. Amazing. Totally. 
All right, that does it for this edition of Remember Music Videos. Uh, we want to thank everyone who gave us a listen. A huge thank you to Sisters with Voices, SWV, for giving us something to talk about. Our theme music is by Audrey Harris Culver of Lady Socket. If you'd like to see the music videos we discussed today, you can find them on our YouTube channel, Apple Music, and Facebook. And give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok at RMV Podcast. Just a reminder that all videos might not be available online in your territory, but that could change, so keep checking. If you have any thoughts, want to share your own tidbits, or want to fact check us, send us an email at remembermusicvideos at gmail.com. If you like what you heard, go ahead and click that like button, make that move to follow, or go even wild and crazier and subscribe. But most importantly, remember music videos. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody, baby. Until next time. Bye. No animals were harmed during the recording of this podcast.